Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. For tuning in to the No More Broken Pieces Network podcast, I am your host, Ramonda Moore Brown. I am excited about the show that we have in store for you tonight with our first Kingdom Businesswoman honoree of 2018, Mrs. Alicia Glass Rhodes. I'm so excited about the show. I'm excited to watch her blossom and see the the rising awesome mom, CEO, and just kingdom woman all around. Uh, she's doing some amazing things here in Panama City, Florida, and we're actually very proud of her. Before I bring her on tonight, I just want to, again, thank you for tuning in. Even for those who will uh, listen later on iTunes or in the archives, thank you, thank you for taking the time to think of, to stop by, to listen to No More Broken Pieces, where we bring hope, help, and healing to women around the globe. Uh, Join us on Monday. We will be back with our uh, Monday night, uh, Motivation Monday at 7 p.m. Central, and at 8 p.m. right after that, uh, we will have um, our Women of Wisdom Bible Study uh, with Evangelist Daryl Boyd Russell, uh, an amazing teacher and woman of God who loves the Word, brings the Word to life. It is just amazing to see how God uses her in such an amazing way to um, make the Word less intimidating uh, to if you uh, spend any time uh, in any of her classes or her sessions, you will indeed want to dig, dig, dig more into the word uh, because it is just so amazing the way that she brings it to life. And on Thursday, this Thursday, we'll be talking again about uh, overcoming depression on Thursday night on Facebook Live, so look for that. And, of course, Saturday nights right here, 10 p.m. Central, with our podcast about women, for women, empowering women, encouraging women, helping women, all about women. Amen. So at this time, I'm going to get ready to bring to you the amazing woman of God, woman of strength, woman of power, wife, as I mentioned, CEO and mother, the amazing Alicia Glass Rose. 
Hello, hello. Hello, hello. All right. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for stopping by to speak with us just a little while on tonight. Taking time out of your busy schedule. I do, do. I really thank you for that. Let us know who is Alicia Glassrose and what's going on in your world right now. Well, first, I want to say thank you so much for having me on tonight. Um, I really appreciate um, you thinking of me. That means a whole lot to me, more than my words can express. So I really, really want to say thank you um, so much. Um, but to answer your question um, of who Alicia Glassroots is, I am, just like you said, I'm a mom, um, a wife, a businesswoman, but most of all, I'm a woman of God. I trust God, um, and I seek him in all the things that I do for guidance and for direction and um, just to tell me, you know, what steps to take and how, how to live each and every day. So if nothing else, above all, that's that's the one thing I want when I take my last breath that people can say that I was I lived a life as a woman of God. So, um each day, um, I try to make sure that I make him proud um, and that I live where I don't miss any opportunities to spread his, his name and his gospel to those um, who are lost. So that is a short version of who I am. Uh-huh. Hey, all right, all right. That is good. And, yes, it is a short version because she wears many hats and does some amazing things. Well, usually the podcast goes on a little journey because we all know that we can't be who we are today without some of the things that we've experienced, you know, in our life before that shape us, that make us, that mold us into the people that God, you know, has um, groomed us to be right now. One of the things that I love to bring out because there are so many women that listen to this podcast or are connected to No More Broken Pieces that are at a place in their life where they don't see how they could ever be who it is that they've been told that they were going to be the, the, the word that was spoken over their life. Their circumstances today just don't add up to who they're going to be. So we always like to know, let them know a little bit of maybe – some of the struggles, some of the obstacles, some of the things that we've gone through before the person that they see today. They see a polished person. They see a poised person. But they don't know what it took for you and I to get where we are today. So I love to just, um, in your own way, whatever you want to say, a little bit of maybe an obstacle or struggle or something that either made you um, not know if you were actually going to be able to do it or a hardship, an obstacle, a personal, whatever it is, to let them know kind of where you came from before you got to who you are today. Well, I know I've, I've shared with you before mm-hmm. one of my major um, struggles was confidence. And even more recently, I, I pinpointed it down to um, the imposter syndrome. You know, I felt like though I had a um, great resume to say that I was capable of doing many things, um, I let the enemy put in my mind that it wasn't my time, it wasn't my season, I'm, what if I do it and I mess up, you know, what What are people going to think about me? Um, you know, we're in a small town, so um, people have their um, 
view of you of how they knew you 10 years ago um, and not the uh-huh, person that uh-huh. you've grown to be. Um, so those uh, different thoughts and things that I uh, I confirmed in myself just from speaking instead of speaking what God told me, but speaking what I thought mm-hmm. other people believed held me bound for a long time. I mean, until just recently last year, you know, I was sharing with you last about this time last year, it was to that point um, mm-hmm. that I was finally breaking free from it. And at that point, I was 35 years old, you know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I just celebrated two two weeks ago my 36th birthday. So um, it took me 35 years um, to get mm-hmm. to the point where I had to trust God and not um, look to what others believed me to be or wanted, even what they wanted me to be. But what was it that he called me to be and what did I need to be, you know, in this journey of life that I'm on. So I think that was one of one of the biggest struggles and this um, I just published my first book this month, and that's one of the mm-hmm. things that I shared oh, wow. in in the book that um, my my fears caused me to be stagnant so long that even though I had the safety net safety net or the life um, jacket to pull me out of the waters, I was still drowning. It was like I didn't mm-hmm. even see the resources that I had around me to pull me and save me. Um, me and my husband, you know, lost everything at one point, our house, cars, everything. And we had resources, gifts and talents that God had put in us to make income. But uh-huh. we didn't even see the life jackets sitting there because the lack of confidence, um, the mindset that we were in, we we just sat there and, you know, waited, <laughs> you know, and God pulled me out this water, and he's like, I already gave you something to get out the water. Just get out, you know, get out. Um, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people, when they see you now and they, they hear you speak or um, they see your business, they think that was just easy and an overnight success, not understanding it took years of mm-hmm. work, you know, a struggle of uh, mindset shifting and, and trusting in God and having faith that even uh, when the lights are off, that he still told you to do what you're doing <laughs> uh, mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. don't have, you know. So um, I, I will have to encourage anyone that is listening that it's not always pretty. The journey is not always pretty, but that the destination, the place that he's calling you to is well worth every struggle that you go through, every obstacle that you go over, every tunnel that you have to barrel through, it is worth it. It's, it's worth it um, to be able to encourage others, to hear people say, you know, what you said yesterday or, or what you did, are doing is just an encouragement to me, it's worth it. Wow. It is indeed. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, with what you said, I mean, that was absolutely a, a mouthful. One of the things is time. I always tell my children because, you know, children, they, they like this person, they like this athlete, they like this singer, this rapper or whatever it is, um, long before you even knew their name, they were doing what they're doing right now, mm-hmm. long before anybody ever knew them. Um, this year, in July, I'll be celebrating 10 years of doing this same old thing. <laughs> but it's like one day, all of a sudden, I know sometimes God has us protected. He has us hidden. But before he just allows us to come out of the gate, and that is a brilliant point that I would just like to reiterate that 
anything overnight goes up overnight, goes down overnight. It just does. Exactly. Because <laughs> there's exactly. nothing to sustain it. Like you said, when the when things aren't going well, when 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 you don't have the money, you got to have something to sustain you. So definitely, the timing is everything, and it just takes time. And unfortunately. My time is not like your time. It's not going to be like the next person's time. That only one who knows that is God. But you have right. to just focus and know what you're called for and let nothing shake you, nothing make you waver, not even sometimes those that are close to you. And I want you to just tap into that right there if you would. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that I think that was one of the hardest things for me to to grasp that even those who are the closest to you may not understand your journey. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, especially with my, my parents being so well-known in the area, my brother, uh-huh. and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out there a lot that my, my hometown would receive me um, easily. And uh-huh. it, that has not been the case. <laughs> At all, and that that was so hard. You know, it was like, okay, these are the people who say they love me, they're going to support me, but they want the people out buying products or sign up for services or even purchasing Mm -hmm. a a ten dollar book. You know, they they want the people that were doing it. So I was disappointed, and I had to realize that that's not who God called me to. But that's who I wanted to go to. But that's not who He called me to. He called me to a bigger yeah. stage, a bigger audience. And as long as I was trying to make those close to me understand, the more frustrated I became. And mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. had to show me it wasn't for them to understand. It wasn't for them to give me approval because their approval is not the approval that I should be working towards. It was his approval. So that that is a struggle. And that's I don't I want people to know that's not something most of us get over overnight. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's something right. that you think you're over it and it comes back again. It's like uh-huh. it's like the band aid's been ripped off again. You know, you come, you do it, you get over it for a little while, and it comes back again. And so I have to keep um, going before God to help me whenever I start to get discouraged because I'm looking at those around me, whether they support me or not, to to look to uh-huh. the one who does support me, the one who gave me the gift. That's right. You know, one of the biggest things I've learned, um, just because with my ever-growing family, there's not always been, that just wasn't in my budget, and I don't even feel bad about it. You know, I if I could help everybody that I wanted to, I really wouldn't have any money. If I could physically <laughs> and buy I their things and do what I, but I found something that I can do that actually is worth more than money, and that is lifting up those that I believe in, lifting up the visions that I know are of God, lifting those people up in prayer. And that's something I want to put out in the airways. If you can't purchase uh, her book right now, if you can't do whatever her services, you can always lift someone in prayer. You can always even just send an encouraging word when they flash in your mind or something that God drops in your spirit, don't hold back because you just never know. That could be the very day that they're down in the dumps, feel like nobody's, uh, they're not helping anybody. They're not making a difference. So all of these things add up. And then I know that in time, 
whatever you want to do financially shall come to pass. A lot of us, God has to kind of strip us down that way because we won't always do what he wants us to with our money because good things Mm -hmm. don't mean that they're God things. Now, um, what do you think about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely correct, and I can tell you, um, I actually have in my. I, everyone knows if they ever see me, I always have my iPad with me. I, I live by my iPad, mm-hmm. and um, and I have an actual screenshot saved of a message that you sent me like two and almost two years ago. And yeah. whenever I get discouraged or I'm like, oh, God, you know, I'm not getting enough clients today or, or you know, any, anything that comes up in business or just life period, I always refer back to um, that message because God had confirmed you were confirmation to something he had already told me. And I was like, I know me and her hadn't had a discussion, so it had to be God that mm-hmm. told her about it because I hadn't told wow. Um so you're absolutely correct. Um, sometimes it's not even about the monetary support as mm-hmm. much as it is prayer um, and, and just the emotional support, saying, hey, sis, I'm thinking about you today. Uh, pray God's blessings upon you or uh, even a share on Facebook. You know, <laughs> shares are free uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, right now. He, he's not charging us right now, Mark uh, Zuckerberg. <laughs> he's not charging us. You never know what he's mm-hmm. coming with next week. But, you know, just a simple share or uh, a heart or a like uh, goes a long way and let someone know that you you are you know in alignment with them you're praying for them you support them so you're absolutely correct it's not it's not just about um the money because God has blessed me with so many opportunities and relationships that are much more valuable to me than um anything that I could ever, ever purchase or receive in, in funds um, so yeah. I value those much more than if someone came and just it bought a $10 book and said, hey, I supported you and went on about their business. Your your mm-hmm. prayers are much more valuable. Okay. We're going to get into in just a minute the great things that you are doing. But I this is a question that I, um, I love to ask because the answers are really can be really intriguing. When did you discover, you know, that, what you're doing is what you were created to do. Was it a process? Was it something that you knew when you were little? What was it? Well, with me, I've always done what I do, um, which is mm-hmm. helping families. Um, I was the neighborhood counselor as a kid. You know, uh, all my cousins, uh, when I lived in uh, Glenwood, all of my cousins lived on the same street as me. And uh, whenever there was a problem or issue, our house was the counseling house. You know, I had my mom who was a therapist, and I guess I just picked it up from her. So whenever anyone mm-hmm. had a problem, I was the problem solver. You know, I could always have critical thinking skills and, and come up with a solution. And um, oh. even as I moved into um, middle school and in high school, I had my own issues with confidence and bullying, but I found myself fighting for the underdog. And it got me in trouble a lot sometimes, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, you know, speaking up for others. But that it was just something that was naturally within me. So it was no surprise to uh, my parents that I went into social work and working with juveniles. Um, it was it was no surprise that I was, you know, helping nonprofits get started because I love anything that is problem-solving and that can create impact in families. So I can't even think of a time ever that I was not doing what I do now. 
I love it because that is, I so agree. Um, it's in you and it is you is what I always say. It's in you and it is you, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes so easy to us and it's such second nature that we can be, we can get caught up in thinking it's something else, but no, it's that thing that you do that you do without pay, that you don't mind doing when you're mm-hmm. tired, that thing that you don't mind doing when it almost can seem like the person's not even really paying attention to you. It's just what you do. So I love that. I love that. I love that answer. We want to get into a, uh, some of the things that you actually do um, to help. And you, you, I know, I know when I was doing the research about you, you said a mental health advocate, but I have to mm-hmm. say that you are such a family, and I put that in there, you are a family advocate. You, right. without opening your mouth, that's the good part. So you can say, <laughs> I'm an advocate, I'm an advocate. But the thing that I see even along, you know, as in conjunction with that is you're a family advocate. Everything you do, family, it just it just jumps out at you uh, at off the page, so to speak, about family. So tell us a little bit of what you you have going on, your businesses, which are also ministries as far as I'm concerned, and your services mm-hmm. that you provide. Mm-hmm. Well, I have two. Um, I'm, I'm the COO of Trendy Life Solutions, which is a behavioral health agency for adolescent youth. Um, we serve mm-hmm. youth from the ages of 5 to 16 who um, have been diagnosed with um, emotional or mental health disabilities. So okay. our goal is to not only treat the the child, do treatment with the child, but we also do family empowerment because we realize that kids only can succeed as much as the support they have around them. So um, I'm all about training mom, grandma, uncle, cousins, Pookie, Ray Ray, everybody that's in the neighborhood that's a part of this child's mm-hmm. village mm-hmm. Um, on how to be the best village they can possibly be. So we definitely are family-oriented. We get the pastor involved, the the deacons, whoever is involved in this child's life. We're all about um, what we call the wraparound process, wraparound services. Um, the other agency that I have is Absent Consulting, which um, does similar, but we teach um, individuals within the community how to start your own program in order to build your community up. So we help with um, nonprofit organizations getting started, as well as helping women who want to start either businesses or nonprofits, how to balance the two. Because oftentimes, and I've been guilty of it, once we get started into working in our community and working in the church and all these different things, we don't know how to keep it all together. We kind of either do one really well mm-hmm. and the rest of them fall to the wayside. So we teach them uh, from the very beginning how to get it up and running and how to put processes in place so that you're able to have great time management without letting anything else lack in your life. Because we don't want you to get so caught up in that that you forget your number one ministry, which is family. So as you mentioned, everything that I do (laughs) comes back to empowering families. Um, I believe Mm -hmm. that is the first calling that all of us have is our family. So, yes, ma'am, I'm all about upbuilding parents and, and children. Okay, right now I'm going to do something that I've never done on the show, but sneaking around, you know, I have to, I have to, I know you, you know, pretty much anyways, but I like to look 
um, Facebook pages, websites, or whatever, because you just learn so much. I know I sit over here in my little corner of the, the city. I had no <laughs> idea that your daughter was a pastry chef. I had no idea that she had a book. So I am getting on to my first guest live on the air. Why didn't you tell me? I did not know. You know I'm all about that. I said, I'm going to spank her, and I think her mama will give me permission. Because I just was so, I was telling my children going through that, they're looking at me like, Mama, who are you talking about? That's not important. I'm just so excited about it. Tell us, please tell us about Miss Alana's adventures and business. I just thought it was so amazing what she's doing. Alana, um, you know, for one, is is my miracle baby. Um, Mm -hmm. I was was around when she came on the stage. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, the child that, that, that doctors said we would never have. Um, mm-hmm. And I make sure that everything that I preach to my families or I teach to my families, I still in my own. And one of the things that I mm-hmm. um, am big about, and my dad was with me, is about creating generational wealth. And one of the ways of doing that is through entrepreneurship. So, um, um, as you know, Alana's very creative. You know, she's in the fashion. She's Polar opposite of me when it comes to uh, personality. She's girly girl, um, you know, into fashion and, and glam. And she um, took on a very easily um, drawing. She has some beautiful paintings mm-hmm. and artwork. and um, But she loved to bake. So we put the two together. She's able to create great designs on pastry goods. Um, and a lot of people mm-hmm. thought I was doing it, and I was like, I don't have the skills to do it. I just supervise. But she um, has a great hand and able to um, come up with all kind of great designs. So we allowed that to be her little her little business where she has, you know, so much of it goes to her tie, so much education fund, and the rest she gets to, to spend. So teach her economic, you know, stewardship. So this past December, she released her first cookbook, which is called Love in the Kitchen, and it has 25 recipes in it as well as memoirs that she wrote to her father and I, and we wrote letters back to her um, just of encouragement and how much we love her, and she wrote kind of the same thing back to us um, so that when she gets older, she has something to look back on. So uh, Miss Alana is very busy. <laughs> She's Got a lot of different things going on, and in fact, she um, has another product line that will be launching um, in May of this this year. So you have to stay tuned for that. Check out her um, her Facebook page to um, get information about that. I, it's a secret right now. She would get me if I gave it out. But um, hey, she, uh, she you has something. Yes, yeah, so she has something really big that we're launching for her tenth birthday, which is May seventeenth. So you definitely have to like her Facebook page so you can. Um, Stay informed. Well, yes, we will definitely share um, whatever you know. Share anything. We're all about helping, and you know, I have some entrepreneurs over here, so I'm definitely seeing children, business, uh, all of that because mm-hmm. we just didn't know, and our parents didn't know that we could do these things as a child. You know, mm-hmm. so now that we know, you know, let's push our children to. Do what they once you figure in. They are learning. They're you know learning at early ages. They know what they want to do. They don't you know they they don't wait. They don't have to find themselves. 
it's like they, as soon as they can talk and things, they begin to tell you what they want to do. And a lot of times <laughs> yes. those children, they follow through with that without wavering because, mm-hmm. you know, they just do because we've empowered them. That's what it is. You have to empower a child to to believe because that's it. Mm-hmm. If That mm-hmm. was our problem. While we were stagnant, while we would go forward two steps and go back five because we didn't believe that we could. But if you're empowering a child to believe that they can, they'll blow your mind sometimes because they're serious about it. But, you know, it's we put it in them that they can now. Don't wait. You can now. So that is so exciting. I'm so excited about about that. Um, and I look forward to the things that she is actually doing. She is nine, so she is right behind the bishop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought um, he was older, but I, now that I look, go back to us working, yeah, she was right behind him. So it's amazing to see the things that they want to do. And it's all about, matter of fact, I'm going to ask you right now, and this just dropped in my spirit. If you would, talk to parents that don't know how to do what you've done or don't know where to start on how to encourage and empower their child to, to do whatever it is now. You know, however you want, whatever God drops in your heart, just an encouraging word for a parent who wants to push their child or, or wants to see them succeed, but maybe just don't know even where to start on how to help their child do things now instead of waiting. Well, I would say the number one thing is to create a village. That was probably one of the best things that my um, parents could have ever done for me because the things that they don't know, there were people in the village um, that had those skill sets. Mm-hmm. And also those people um, felt like they were accountable for my success as well. You know, they, they were responsible for whether I succeeded or not. So that's one of the best things that we can do as a parent because even the things that we know, there's more to know about it. So just having mm-hmm. that support that support system, um, I look at uh, Alana's fifth birthday, we went to Disney, and I post that picture up on Facebook because I told people, I was like, this is her village. I had 20-plus people that were willing to travel with me to take my daughter to Disney for her fifth birthday. And I was like, that was nobody but God, <laughs> you know, uh, these mm-hmm. When when she had, they are calling about her report card before she even get home good. Like, hey, we want to know what's going on, what's going on at school. Um, and that's the best thing we can have for our children is to give them a raving fan club, you know, people that love them just like us, that want them to succeed. Because when we don't know what else to do, we have somebody to call. We have, hey, I, I, my child has this idea. I don't know who to who to call or what to connect with. Somebody in the village knows somebody. You know, they put you in touch with the right person or they see opportunities coming that you don't see and they pass it on to you to make sure that your child is able to take advantage of it. So one of the key things is building a solid village for your child. I encourage any parent to do that. Yes, I love it. I love it. That is amazing. That is it. Um, uh, The thing about it, it's precious. It's not always easy. And, uh, you know, everybody doesn't have it um, in the family per se, but reaching out is the key. You know, Mm -hmm. there's always somebody. They don't have to be 
blood related. You know, they don't even have to go to church with the you. Teacher. Take it they don't even have to look like you. Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't have to teacher, be the same football, culture. Coach. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The neighbors. The, mm-hmm. the lady at the corner store that knows all the kids' names that live in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. any anybody that has an interest, a genuine interest in the well-being of your, your child. It could even be the crossing guard at the school that speaks to your child mm-hmm. every day. Um, they let you know when something going on on the way to school that ain't supposed to be going on. <laughs> you know, just, just anyone who, yes. who has the same values that you have um, and wants to see your child succeed. Uh, I have to mention that she just brought it to my attention. Um, there's a lady, and I grew up with her children, and uh, now she has grandchildren. And I think even the great-grandchild, she was around in the same neighborhood, you know, that I live in now. I just actually live a few streets away from where I grew up, and she played a part in me growing up. When I tell you in a, in a village, you don't have to, Lord, I ain't going to preach now, but I feel this thing. <laughs> in a village, them. you don't have to ask them. See, that's the thing about the village. You don't have to mm-hmm. ask them. And this lady... Um, is amazing. Since my mom passed away, she stepped up, and I'm telling you, it's so funny because she lives on our back street here, and so we'll hear a knock at the door, at the back door, and everybody in the family going to tell you who it is. She's the only one going to knock at the door. When she knocks at that door, she's bringing cakes, homemade cookies, clothing, fried chicken. I mean, everything for these children. And it just blows my mind. Sometimes I get overwhelmed because I'm like, God, you know, you brought people in to make them feel loved. And sometimes it's good to know that somebody loves you besides your family because you kind of feel like, but to have this lady who may not have a lot, you know, has her own financial struggles at times, but she finds a way to let the children know that she cares about them. Then walk home from school. Don't let something happen. Like you said, she'll be dying knocking on that back door in a minute. <laughs> so uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah you, it's amazing. And that blesses me. And it's so funny because the other day I was doing my 18 days of um, communion and declarations and release. And one of, I think it, I don't, I don't know which one. One of them I was live on Facebook. And she's at the back door, and I'm like, hey, man, she's on the other side of the house. Nobody can hear her knocking. This woman knows my family. Like, somebody's supposed to be around. She couldn't hear anything. She couldn't see anything. And, and But she could hear me talking, but she couldn't hear anything or see anything else. She went and even called somebody else to say, uh, we need to check on her because that's not like them. That blessed my heart so. And that's what a mm-hmm. village does. That's what yes. a village, you mentioned, accountability. She knows our family. She knows our patterns. They were out of school. They were supposed to be a child somewhere. And I thought okay. that was so amazing that she didn't just stop there by saying, you know, oh, well, well, you know, she knows our pattern. And she didn't stop to. She made sure that I was okay and that these children were okay. So that's the importance of the village. I just had to yes. throw that one in there. Um, I wanted to to ask you a little bit about you mentioned um, being able to balance and Mm -hmm. um, things of that nature. Just could you give us a few tips of how you keep things in in balance and and 
checks and balances? Well, I have struggled with that for um, a long time. Um, me and my husband uh, have had many discussions about uh, finding a sense of work-life balance. Um, however, mm-hmm. I have found that uh, when your family knows your mission and, and you've had a clear discussion about it, um, they become a part of the mission. And uh, oftentimes my husband will ask, you know, what can I do to help? And by the simple things he does to help or the simple things my daughter does to help or my mom does to help, it allows me more time, more free time to be with them just by picking up a mm-hmm. small step that took them five minutes. But if I would have did it, it would have took me an hour because I had to wait till I got ten other things done before I could get that to that. Mm-hmm. So um, I have been finding balance by making sure I schedule everything. When I tell you everything, schedule everything, even lunch, breakfast, you know, um, stops I'm going to do, breaks I'm going to take. I have I write everything down um, on, in my iPad. I even bought the iPad with the pencil to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I put everything in my phone on my iPad so it's scheduled so that when I um, need accountability, I always can go back to that, that calendar to make sure I'm abiding by what I say because it's easy to get caught mm-hmm. up and what we're doing, and then the extra two hours and went by, and we don't know where, what happened to those, to that time. So uh-huh, guilty. Uh-huh. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm so guilty of that because uh, you, you want to get to a good spot for your stop. So one of the things I, I encourage uh-huh. all my um, clients to do is schedule everything. It, it may sound silly, but if you want to tuck your kids in, in bed every night, schedule it out. Every night the alarm goes off, it's time to go tuck them in bed and stick to it. Um because it makes sure it holds you accountable. So that's that's my number one key to finding balance is is the scheduling. Making sure I write it out. That's good. And I know personally that can be forever running in the beginning. Mhm. In the beginning it's like I'm I just can't keep this up. But continuing to to practice practice and practice until it becomes a part of um, of you, like second nature. And I'm still struggling with that myself. I can only imagine being out of the house, uh, just being in the house. Uh, my kids laugh at me, but I have to I have to do that. My phone is forever popping off. They're cracking up. Well, let's see what alarm this is. Let's see what reminder <laughs> this is. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do anything. I wouldn't even get on the air on time if I didn't you know, if I didn't have. Because like you said, you get so caught up in um, give me a minute, give me a minute, give me a minute. Um, and then you look back and time has passed. Was one of the major things issues I have is laundry. It could take me all day long to do two or three loads of laundry because, okay, the washing machine has 14 more minutes, and I'm going to come back, and then you get sidetracked, and this kid and that kid, Molly, he looked at me, and then you look, and it's lunchtime. Now, you started those loads at 8 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, having those reminders, and I'm telling you, and with a big family, three loads is not a big deal, you know, maybe for your family side, but for me, Three loads is just uniforms, you know, not even the missing socks and, and regular clothes and church clothes and all of that. So oh, just yeah, time yeah. management, that is the key. And I have not, I will I will admit it, I will confess it. I'm, I, that is not, I'm not there yet with the time management. 
I just, God, God well, going to help me. This is the year. I, I'm going to help you out right now. One thing that everyone has to understand is that whatever system you come up with, that system mm-hmm. will change. And a lot of people mm-hmm. think, like, um, and I was bad about that, like, think you you got one system down that's working really, really good, and then something's going to happen. The kids are going to get another activity, or, you're, or you get involved in something, and it shifts the whole system that you have in place. So when the keys is being flexible, even though you schedule everything, being oh, right. flexible, mm-hmm. uh, and, and know that what works this week may not work next week, or may not work that's the week good. after. Um, but the staples of the process of how you find out what works you need to create for your family and every family is different. Um, but those, those, that staple process of determining what system you want to create, you, you have to create that for yourself and, and follow that. Um, but yeah, it, it, you may not have it now. And as soon as you get it next week, then something's going to come up and you're going to have to shift it. So it's okay. You have, you have plenty of time to get it. Um, that gives me hope. Amen. Amen. <laughs> wow. And that is something I didn't think about. I'm gonna take that tip to heart, and I'm gonna work, and I'm gonna look, and I'm gonna give you a praise report on how well I am, I am doing because that is Please. the key. And that's another thing. I don't know about you, but sometimes it just got intimidating for me. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna do what on top of what? Nah, I'm gonna leave that alone. You know, <laughs> even these 18 days, that was a absolute. Miracle, and you are correct. I didn't even think about it. I started out doing my little Facebook lives at like I think seven or eight in the morning, right when the kids went to school, like seven ish. And we somehow ended at nine, ended up at nine, we ended up at ten. I mean, because like it things just kept shifting, and this happened, and this child happened, and there's other little ones here. So I'm like, Lord, as long as I can get this thing done, um. I'm going to roll with it, and those who are meant to be on will be on. Those who are meant to come back will come back. So that is true. I just never thought about it. But, yes, mm-hmm. life, I, I always tell people this, though, with six children, well, there's eight here now, the six that I, you know, I'm responsible for all the time. Uh, life happens. If I don't learn anything, I don't get mad when somebody can't keep their word. I don't get mad when they don't show up or if they forgot Honey, with six kids, life happens, and you just learn to be like a boxer. You bob and weave, and you just go with, with the flow. <laughs> you have to. Life happens. Wow. Well, I would I'm say really I don't have this. six. I just mm-hmm. have it with my one, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Lord, because she'll come home, um, and we have the whole – I do my schedule on Sunday night. So on Sunday night, I iron up all her uniforms for the week. I iron up my clothes for the week. I put mm-hmm, – um, mm-hmm. I double-check my calendar, all that stuff. Sunday night is prep night, and I think I have a good system in place for the week. And then Tuesday morning on the way to school is, oh, I have a field trip. Can you sign this paper? And I need this amount of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I found myself trying to find an ATM somewhere, on, you know, on the way and, and find a packed lunch because she didn't tell me she had to have a packed lunch for that day. You know, so um, things happen, uh, but... I just flexible and roll with the waves and, you know, keep it moving mm-hmm, and jump mm-hmm. back on to whatever the plan was after the fact. So that's that's one of the key things is just, just remaining flexible. When you have kids, that you have no other way to, no other choice or way to be other than flexible. Yes, that's good. Amen, amen. Wow. Uh, we're going to, 
I'm going to ask you again to just um, speak from your heart to some of the ladies that are listening. But before we do that, can we? Can you tell us all how to get um, in touch with you, social media, how to link up with you, and all of those things? Um, I am Alicia Glass Rhodes on all social media platforms. Um, for, and my main two platforms that I am active on is Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is probably the one I'm the most um, active on, um, but mm-hmm. uh, I am on Facebook as well. And my website is aliciaroads.com. Uh, and the website actually is under construction. It should be finished tomorrow. We're updating it with the um, new services that are being provided in 2018. Um, so it should be back up tomorrow. But you can still go there and, and leave your email address so that once it's updated, we can follow up with you and let you know what we have going on. So um, those are the main two ways to get in touch with me is Alicia. Um, Rose.com and on all social media, Alicia Glass Rose. All right, all right. Okay, so right now, um, just for that woman who's getting ready to embark on step out or uh, getting over what was it, the imposter syndrome? Oh, you know, mm-hmm. what, what. Just speak to her from your heart to hers, a little bit of encouragement, empowering, whatever it is that you laid you know, God lays upon your heart to just share with her so that she can begin or even continue to step out on those dreams and, and just become that well-rounded businesswoman, wife, mother, whatever it is. Well, I would say to any woman who is, is starting off a new venture, or even have become stagnant in your walk, um, you have to go back to the source. And the source is the one who gave you the gift, the one who imparted the vision to you, and that's our our God. Um, without him, you can't proceed forward. We're, we're not strong enough in our own might to overcome the obstacles and the trials that are before us. So we have to go back to the source so that we have the strength and when the waves come, we're able to continue to press forward. Um, I will also encourage you to get an accountability partner, someone who um, has the same beliefs as you, someone who will push you when you don't want to be pushed, um, the, someone who can have those hard conversations with you, but they also can encourage you and pray with you to, so that when you want to give up, you know that someone is still um, in your corner. Someone still has your back. Someone wants it just as much as you do. Um, I can't tell you how vital my accountability partners have been in um, my success thus far. And then finally, just like I said with kids, we need it as well. We need a village. Um, village are, are just not for children. They're for adults too. And that village um, provides you with opportunities that, Normally, we would not be able to encounter on our own. So surround yourself with people who are trying to go to the next level. Um, One of the things I've heard so many times and now I believe is true is if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. So you want to get in a room with people who challenge you, who push you, so that when you feel like you can't go any further or you um, are at your last steps, someone is looking at you trying to pull you up to the next level where they are. So look for those spaces that push you, that, that make you want to be better than what you are. Get in a, a your own village 
that is your Raven fan club that is clapping louder than you can clap for yourself, who's patting you on the back before you can even get your arm back to pat yourself, who's saying, girl, you can do that. All of us need that. All of us want that, and all of us deserve that. And that's all I have to say, Miss Ramonda. Wow. Thank you, thank you again for just coming on and sharing, always being transparent. Thank you for what you do, uh, for what you represent. And most importantly, just for just being a light, a light. And even when you don't open your mouth, even when you're not speaking, you're still being a light. And one thing I know, and I can only speak from the region that we live in, one thing about, and it may be everywhere, but one thing I do know about the people that live in our region, some of them will never tell you. They will never click a light. They will never buy a book, but they really are being blessed by what you do. It may be something that's universal, but nevertheless, just know that you're making a difference, that you are a light, that um, God is using you in an amazing way to do what we do, to give hope, help, and healing to to people, not just women, but to people um, that may never tell you thank you. So tonight, myself, we're here at No More Broken Pieces. We want to say thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for your persistence and your consistency. Thank you for never giving up on Alicia. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We will be having our 10-year celebration, and I would love for you to come and be a part of it. I will get back with you as far as the timing and things, but I would love for you to be a part of that. Thank you again for all that you do. I love you. I bless you, and I'm excited about what he's doing with you. And Miss Olana, we will be following her as well. I will be sharing her stuff on my Facebook page. To all of our listeners, be encouraged, but most of all, allow the God of all creation who is your father to make you whole. I got to back up and pray. I'm sorry. Father God, we thank you for this great woman of God who is stepping out, uh, who is blazing the trail for others to realize that they can do everything that you said that they can do, Lord God. We thank you that she sustained the blows. We thank you, Lord God, that she didn't give up. She didn't throw in the towel. We thank you for her village, Lord God, which is why she is here today standing strong. I speak blessings over her husband and over her her daughter, Lord God. I speak blessings over her mother, Lord, who is her partner in the name of Jesus. I speak blessings over everyone that's connected to the things that she is doing, that this year would be even greater than last year, Lord God. Continue to blow her mind with what you put inside of her, and then you pull out as only you can. In Jesus' name, we say thank you for every listener. Lord God, everybody who will stop by either tonight on iTunes or in the the archives, God bless you and have an amazing night. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you, Ms. Ramonda, for having me. You are welcome.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 